You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the fucking Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the fucking Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the fucking Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck the Jets, fuck them. I hate the Jets so much. Even. Even when the Dolphins are three and seven, I hate the Jets. I hate them. Hate them. Nothing worse than the Jets, you know. Well, I hate them. I hate them even more when we're bad because I mean we're filled with all of this this rage and this anger from how disappointing the season has been. So we just need somebody to take it out on, and yes. who better to take it out on than Gang Green? Yeah, there's there's no there's nobody better. Then for the Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins football team and, and the fans of the Miami Dolphins to get up all of this pent up anger and disappointment and frustration to get it all out, take it all out on the Jets. And I would love nothing more than the Miami Dolphins to go into the Meadowlands during MetLife Takeover weekend and to stomp a mud hole into the Jets. I would love it. Would love nothing more than than Tua and the Dolphins. They go into to MetLife Stadium and they they just destroy the Jets to the tune of like forty one to three or something like that. Like that would be a perfect situation for me personally. That would be like it'd be amazing to see the Dolphins score forty one points. It seems like it would take them three games to do that. Let's go, yeah, let's go, right? Let's go, Jeff. Let's go, Jeff. Jeff on the YouTube says, let's kick their asses. Hell yeah, Absolutely. let's fucking go. Let's go. This is, I should probably have, should have told everybody, this is going to be an episode with swears in it. <laughs> I mean, it's very difficult to do a show without swears when the Dolphins are taking on the Jets, especially because we have to open it with the, with the Fuck the Jets song every episode. <laughs> I like having that disclaimer after about 30 F-bombs. Yeah, well, listen. I, I mean... Yeah, probably everybody's gotten the idea by now, but there it is. It's happening anyway. Listen, it's Dolphins Jets Week. It's the same old Dolphin show sponsored by BetUS, part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. I'm Josh Katzker with me today and every day. My brother from the exact same mother, Aaron the Brain. Aaron, say hello to the people. Hello to the fucking people. Absolutely. Hello, people. Carlos, the great Carlos Hernandez, who runs the I Am a Miami Dolphin fan Facebook page. He is here. He's in the chat. He says F the Jets. Carlos knows what's up. Oh, my goodness. If you haven't liked that Facebook page, by the way, go over there. Do it. Join the join the squad. A lot, a lot of people. 
on that Facebook page. And it's a good place for all kinds of Miami Dolphins content, memes, fun stuff. It's a good place. It's a good, it's a nice, refreshing thing to put into your Facebook feed because there's a lot of really depressing stuff on your Facebook every now and then. But the, the I am a Miami Dolphins page, that's a, that's a pretty good one. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan page on the, uh, on the Facebook. That's a good one. You know what else is a good place to go to is dolphinstalk.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things Miami Dolphins. So you should be visiting dolphinstalk.com each and every day. You should be following at Dolphins Talk on Twitter. You should be following at same old dolphins. You should be following at Aaron the Brain, at Amplified to Rock. Everybody from the dolphinstalk.com family, you should be following us all over there on the social media. Because it's a nice thing to do. You should also, speaking of nice things to do, leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. You can also download, rate, review, and subscribe to the same old Dolphin Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, everywhere that you can get your podcasts. It's a good thing to do because you can get wonderful content like the Fuck the Jets song live right into your your podcast catching app, whatever whatever it is that you use. I, I endorse a particular app. Uh, if you'd like to know what that is, follow me at Amplified to Rock. I'll tell you all about it. But I don't want to give them a free plug on the show because they're not sponsoring us. So you know, they're not. It's not like BetUS and Manscaped. If this app was sending me free gimmicks in the mail, like Manscaped was. Oh, we could really get into it. But anyway, anyway, we're gonna get into it. Dolphins are playing the Jets here. I wanted. I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm I'm getting ready to loading up the van with the family. We're driving to the great state of Ohio for the weekend. And then from there, we're on to Chicago where we're going to spend Thanksgiving with some friends of ours. It is that time of the year where it's the holiday season, where you're going to start spending time with people that you love and people that you maybe haven't gotten to see in a while. So we're looking forward to, uh, to some holiday stuff on our end. But before we can get to the holidays, we got to get through the nasty, disgusting, horrible, no good, stinking New York Jets. And brain, The Jets are starting Joe Flacco at quarterback. Joe Flacco, who won his first six games as quarterback against the Miami Dolphins. Of course, in his seventh game as a quarterback against the Miami Dolphins, he was playing for the New York Jets, and he lost 24 to nothing to the Miami Dolphins. Flacco was 21 of 44 for 186 and a touchdown. And a certain Tua Tungavailoa made his debut in that game as the Dolphins defeated the Jets last year 24-0. That was a game that was in Miami. Dolphins also won the return leg, a game in MetLife Stadium as part of MetLife Takeover, as MetLife, MetLife Takeover Week, just as this is right now. So, Brain, what are we going to do here? The Jet, let's start on defense. The Dolphins' defense is turning things around. They've been playing much better of late. Uh, they, they really put Lamar Jackson in a bad way on Thursday night last week in that surprising 22 to 10 victory. I mean, it was a touch the the one touchdown they gave up in that game was kind of in garbage time. The, 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 the Ravens took advantage of a one, one acceptable roughing the passer call on Jerome Baker that, you know, I don't like the rule, but it is the rule. But then another roughing the passer penalty on Javon Holland that should never have been called in a million years. Um, and then, you know, and they had that weird play where just everybody stopped covering Mark Andrews for whatever reason and allowed the Ravens to score a touchdown. But other than that, it was a pretty good performance by the Miami Dolphins defense, the defense that is now really trending up really three games in a row, because if you look at that Buffalo game, it was a pretty good performance as well. Obviously they gave Houston all kinds of trouble. And then as we mentioned last Thursday against Baltimore. So 
Is Joe Flacco going to be able to stop this suddenly hot Miami Dolphins defense brain? Because I'm thinking no, whether Christian Wilkins and his bum quad plays or not. Yeah, I, I don't think that the ancient Joe Flacco with this Jets offensive line and, and this team around him is much of a threat. What the Dolphins were able to do to Joe Flacco last year, I think they're going to be able to do the same thing to him this year. And it's it's good. The Dolphins have – I really believe that this defense has finally turned a corner. I don't know if it's, you know, Brian Flores calling plays or if it's just Raquan Davis being in there, you know, being healthy and really getting back into the swing of things at D-tackle. I think that's a big part of it because I don't think it's a coincidence that since he's returned, this Dolphins run defense has gone from being one of the worst in the league uh, to getting better and better each week to the point where now it looks like it's actually pretty average against the run and trending upwards. Uh, or if it's just, you know, young players that are finally developing, you know, Jalen Phillips, rookie. Playing better. Javon Holland, rookie, playing better. Uh, you know, young guys are playing better. And and even guys that, you know, were veterans that weren't playing up to their own standards early in the season are playing better. Xavier Howard playing better over the last couple of weeks. And uh the defense as a whole is just playing better. And that's really the impetus for the Dolphins winning these last two games because Let's face it, this Dolphins team is not going to win on the strength of their offense, regardless of who's playing at quarterback. They're going to win games this season based on how the defense played. And the defense let them down the first half of the year. They just were not playing at the level that anybody expected them to play, themselves included. And even though you might say, well, it wasn't really their fault that they were losing games, the fact is, is that this Dolphins team was built to win games with their defense. And when their defense is playing at a level where they're bottom five in the league, which they were for pretty much the whole first half of the season, this team is not good enough on the other side of the ball to win football games. But now that the defense has turned the corner, I think the sky's the limit. They, they're, and playing, <laughs> playing against Joe Flacco should not break any of that momentum. No, I don't, I don't think so either. And listen, it's not like... There's a lack of weapons on the Jets' offense. I think this is a team, you know, to be perfectly honest, and this kind of makes me a little sick to my stomach to, to admit this, but, you know, if Zach Wilson becomes the quarterback that they would like him to be or that they wanted Sam Darnold to be, there are some nice weapons on that team right now. Michael Carter is a heck of a running back, uh, and they've also got you know, Corey Davis. They've got Elijah Moore, who is looking like a decent receiver. This, I mean, I'm not saying that this is a team that's going to dominate anybody, but there are some pieces in this Jets team that, you know, if they if they can find a quarterback, that they might be able to cobble together a decent little offense over here. It's whatever. It's they're there's nothing there that's that's first off, their offensive line is bad too. Uh and they don't have a quarterback. And if you don't have an offensive line and you don't have a quarterback, well. We're Dolphins fans. We should know by now how that goes. Uh, That's true. That's true. That's a good point. So you you could have the best weapons in the world, and the Jets do not have the best weapons in the world. Michael Carter is a nice running back, but he's averaging less than four yards carry. Uh, He's doing some things catching the ball out of the backfield, and that's nice. But there's nothing special about Michael Carter. And can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Would you rather have Michael Carter or Miles Gaskin? It's a wash to me. Hmm. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, what numbers wise, what's the difference? 
I don't know what the difference is necessarily numbers wise, although my feeling is that if I looked at the analytics, I would I would imagine that Carter is probably doing a little bit better this season than Miles Gaskin. Uh, well, and there Carter, were a lot of people there were a lot of people that were suggesting that if Michael Carter had been available for the Dolphins, that this was a guy that they should have gone for. I was not one of those people. I mean, I, I wouldn't have had a huge issue with it. But my feeling on Michael Carter is that. He was just a, a fine running back, not like this high ceiling guy. And to me, uh, you don't the the difference between a Michael Carter who you who the Jets drafted in the third round and a guy like Mike Miles Gaskin who the Dolphins drafted in the seventh round. Granted, not in the same draft, but just in general, unless you're getting an elite running back. You don't need to reach on it. You can find them in the fourth round, the fifth round, the sixth round, the seventh round. There's not a big difference there. At the end of the day, unless you're a truly, truly elite running back, the majority of your production really comes on the back of the offense that you're a part of and the offensive line that's creating holes for you. Yeah, uh, and, and that's that's been shown over and over and over again. We could talk about it week after week after week. We 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 talked about it on our last show when we when we brought up Najee Harris. Najee Harris was consensus best running back uh, on the board. I still believe can be a special running back in this league, but he's not putting up any kind of special numbers. Why? Because his offensive line sucks. The offensive around him is the offense around him isn't very good, and so you're getting the same numbers. So it, it doesn't matter. Uh, and, and that's the whole thing with running backs in general in this league is that they're a dime a dozen. There isn't a huge difference from one guy to the next. The difference in production, by and large, comes from the offense that's around them and the offensive line that's blocking. Yeah, that that's a true fact. And we know already that the Dolphins offensive line is a trouble spot. And we're going to talk about how the Dolphins offensive line is going to probably continue to be a trouble spot this week. When we talk about how they match up against the Dolphins or the Jets defensive front when it comes to their pass rush. But first, life is back on sports betters and BetUS as your NBA, NHL, UFC, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year. And live betting is up on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 1-800-792-3887. That's 1-800-79-BETUS. Bet US for 125% sign-up bonus with the promo code Dolphins Talk. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry. Bet US. You bet. You win. You get paid. BetUS.com. Brain on offense. This is where the Dolphins have struggled. And, and we talked about it. It's been a little, it's been a mess. There's no two ways around it. It's been Less of a mess when two has been in, but it it still hasn't been great offensively. And I think a lot of it is scheme. I think the Dolph this is Godsey Studsville team has not really put together a very good offensive scheme. And on top of that, the offensive line has just been an abject failure this year for the Dolphins. And I don't know that there's anything else that you can say about that other other than it's just been such a such a disappointment in so many ways. And so you've got the Dolphins. Against the Jets, Jets are a bad team. They've been terrible against the run. And that remind, brings me to a question that comes from Kevin Clements on YouTube. He says, do you think we can finally have a 100-yard rusher this week? And, I mean, my, my gut tells me the answer to this question is no. But, Brain, perhaps you have other thoughts on the matter. 
if there's a week for it to happen, I mean, this is this is the opportunity because the Jets are averaging giving up 4.7 yards per carry. Uh, the Dolphins should feel inclined to run the ball more, not only because the Jets are so bad at stopping the run, but because the one thing that the Jets defense does well is get after the quarterback. And we all know that one way to slow down an opposing pass rush is to run the football. And the other thing is, is that if this Dolphins defense does what we expect them to do, uh, the Dolphins should be playing with a lead in this game. They shouldn't be playing from behind. And that's another recipe for running the football. So there should be opportunities. Uh, the problem is, is that the Dolphins have been so bad running the ball that even when they've rushed the ball 25, 30 times in a game, they're still lucky to break 60 yards. So it's it's difficult to predict them having 100 yards rushing as a team, let alone having one 100-yard rusher. For that to happen, I feel like it's going to need to happen with them like breaking a 30 or 40-yard run. It's going to need to be something like that where they break like a 40 yard run. And then the rest of the game that, that running back has like, you know, 20 other carries that go for like 60 yards. And that's how he finds his way at a hundred. So you're saying we need somebody to do the Kalen Balaj against the Vikings where he busted. <laughs> what was that? Like a 97 yard touchdown run for Kalen Balaj. And I think that was the only thing he did in that, like the entire time he was a running back for the Dolphins. Does Kalen Balaj even have 97 other y rushing yards in his career since? I don't know. That Where run? is he playing now? I was listening. He was, he, he's still he was with in the, the league. He was with the Jets when they had Adam Gase, right? Is he still there? I have no idea. Uh, okay. Like you, you vamp. I'm going to find out where Kalen Balaj is playing. Oh, great. Uh, but no, I, I think that the Dolphins have an opportunity to run the football uh, well. Uh, he's but currently on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, okay. So. Is he averaging, what is he averaging per carry? Less than let's two find yards? Out his, let's find Over out his Over under two yards a carry on Kalen Balazs. Let's see. Um, what What is your prediction? 1.8. He is currently uh, in 2021 in seven, in, in nine games, he's run the ball seven times for a total of 12 yards for an average of 1.7 yards per carry. Whew, I was pretty close. Kalen, Kalen Garbage. <laughs> Kalen Garbage. Yes, that takes me back. I forgot about that. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Talk about it. Are the Dolphins going to run the ball today or what? Or on Sunday? What, what are they going to do? I, I think they'll have some success, but I don't think it's going to be the game plan because the thing is the Jets are also really terrible against the pass. But I think they need to have a little bit more balance because the Jets, like I said, the one thing that they are good at is getting after the quarterback. And we all know the Dolphins suck at protecting the quarterback. So it's football 101. How do you how do you slow down an opponent opposing pass rush? You run the football screens and draws. You slow them down. You get the ball out quick misdirection those are all parts of what the Dolphins offense is this year just simply because they can't block anybody and so they they have to account for that every week no matter who they're playing so I don't think the game plan is going to be terribly different uh, I think the game plan is going to be to get the ball out quick uh you know try to uh try to attack with the short passing games get the ball to Jalen Waddle in space uh, they've been pretty good when Tua has been the quarterback with these scripted drives to start football games to start the game to start the half uh 
where they seem to have gotten into a rhythm. Uh, and then they'll mix in the run here and there. But I think this is an offense that's built to open up the run and get to pass the ball and then keep teams honest with the run because we're just not good at running the football. Now that said, for some reason, we're still, you know, we still love to run the ball on first down unsuccessfully. And I don't really understand that. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if we see that again this week, but in general, I don't think we're going to see any kind of huge departure from, you know, the short passing game being the bread and butter of this offense. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. I think we're going to see a lot of, a lot more of the, the dinks and the dunks, especially because the Jets are going to try to bring a lot of pressure. Now, teams have approached the Dolphins in a couple of different ways, and the teams that have had the most success are the teams that have brought heavy pressure and, and blitzes at Tua. When he's been under pressure and had to get rid of the ball fast, that, those have been the times where teams have sort of been able to shut him down as opposed to times where he maybe uh, the teams haven't brought additional men. They've kind of let everybody drop back into coverage and give to a little bit of time. And he's been able to find his open receivers for the most part underneath a lot. But hey, you know, if it's dink and dunk and that's what's available to you, then go for it. And I think we'll probably see more of that on Sunday. The question is whether or not it's going to be enough for the Dolphins to win. And if the Dolphins can Slow down, slow down, Joe Flacco. How do you slow down? God forbid. How do you slow down Joe Flacco, who's barely moving? I I don't know. Uh, but you know, listen, it's really going to be about. I think it's prediction time. Okay, it's prediction time for this game. And I know we said at the beginning nothing would make us happier than for the Dolphins to go in there and just blow the brakes off of the Jets and just run them out of their own building. You know, by some just huge lopsided score. I don't see it happening because that's not the, the offense that the Dolphins have. Um, they At least they haven't shown it this year. You know, maybe in a world where Will Fuller actually played football for the Miami Dolphins and they actually had he and Jalen Waddell on the field at the same time and Devontae Parker on the field and Tua had time to throw the ball, maybe this would be a team that could, you know, light some teams on fire and score some points. But I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm going to make a prediction for this game, Brain, and I'm going to predict the Miami Dolphins are, in fact, going to win, but I predict that they are going to win it by a score of 24 to 13. I like that prediction. I Now, uh, one thing to keep in mind, the Jets are on a historically bad tear right now uh, defensively. Uh, over the last four games, in, th in three of the last four games, they've given up 45-plus. In one of those games, they gave up a 50-burger. Over the last four games, the, the New York Jets have allowed 43.75 points per game. I don't think the Dolphins wow. are going to hit that average. I don't think no. we're going to hit that mark. No, I'm I still do, taking the under on this game. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. Well, what's the over-under on this game? You you go. I'll find out for you. Uh, I think the Dolphins are going to put up some points. I think they'll have some success against a Jets defense that has been just dreadful, giving up nine yards per play <laughs> over the last three weeks. Uh, but I also think that, you know, think there's an ebb and flow to, to the way things work. And so 
oftentimes even the worst teams in the league are not as bad as they've been playing or, you know, when they've been playing really bad, like the Jets have and and teams that are playing really well, aren't always as good as they seem. So I think it's usually somewhere in between that said, I do think the Jets are a lot closer to really bad than, uh, than the dolphins are. Uh, and I think that the dolphins will put up some points on them. And it wouldn't be surprising to me to see the dolphins get another defensive score. Uh, against this Jets offense. So I like the Dolphins to put up some points. Uh, and I, but I think uh, 23, yeah, I, I'm going to say Dolphins win this game 23 to 6. 23 to 6. Yeah, I don't think, I, like I think it. this defense is where, is where Miami, I think the defense has turned the corner. I don't think that anything stops that momentum. I think the defense continues to be dominant against a, a really bad Jets offense right now. And, you know, the Dolphins are find their way into scoring because the Jets are just not going to be able to string drives together. They'll probably force a few turnovers and, you know, two will make a play here or there. And, you know, maybe we'll break, maybe we'll break a big run somewhere. Other, other than that, we got Jason Sanders. He can kick three field goals. Absolutely. The Dolphins are favored by three and a half points over the Jets. So it's basically, basically, you know, it's, it's a pretty good situation for, for the Dolphins here. People, and, and we're both picking them to cover, but we're both also, I think, picking the under here. The under is the bet here. A hundred percent. The under is the bet. Because the only reason the over-under is that high is because the Jets' defense has been so bad. But if there's a remedy for a bad defense, it's playing the Dolphins' offense. That's true. That's true. Oh, here we got a comment from Mike. We got to read it here. He says, Dolphins win 20-14. to And would it shock me to see Flacco have one last moment and game of his life before hanging it up and for the Dolphins to lose this? No. Hashtag same old dolphins. Would it would it shock me? No, it wouldn't shock no, me. No, of course it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, but of course it wouldn't shock me if Joe Flacco comes out here and is elite on Sunday. Well, look, I'll I'll leave that my closing, you know, my closing statement, thought, whatever you want to call it, parting shots, final words uh for this. It's basically what I said last week or in the, the last show. We did the unthinkable. In, in upsetting the Ravens. And it gave a lot of people hope. I, I still don't think we're going to make the playoffs because I think we'd have to win out to make the playoffs. And the mathematical odds on that are just, they're astronomical. I, I don't see that happening. That said, could we win a few in a row and make things interesting? I do think so. And it's not, it, it we got to make things exciting. The Dolphins have to get their fan base Excited. They've got to get us to buy in. They've got to get you drinking the Kool-Aid again. You're not ready to drink the Kool-Aid yet. I don't even think you've taken the Kool-Aid out of the fridge. I don't even think you filled the cooler with ice yet. But you win this game. You, you win a couple more. All of a sudden that, that Kool-Aid's coming out of the fridge and you're going to start drinking it. The, the rest of the Dolphins are going to start drinking it. And that's when they're going to break our hearts. Don't do something stupid. Like don't don't lose to Joe Flacco. Don't lose yeah. to Joe Flacco and this awful, dreadful Jets team that has been the worst team in the league for the past month, and it hasn't been close. Yeah, uh, it's you. You can't lose this game, right? 
all of Dolphins Nation was so fired up when they won that game, surprisingly, over Baltimore. It was a surprise. It was a shock. And we were fired up about it because it was such a great performance. The same old Dolphins thing to do would be to follow that up with a loss on the road at the Jets. And it would basically render that Baltimore game meaningless. It would basically render the rest of the season meaningless at this point, right? You know, there are people out there hanging, hanging their hopes on the playoffs. And I'm not one of those people, as you alluded to. I, that's not me. I'm not, I'm not. Playoffs? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Yeah, it's seriously. That's all. That's where I'm at. Let's just win. And let's just keep looking at these guys that we've got on our roster and figure out who's going to be part of the team going forward. You know, that's kind of where I'm at. And we'll see from there. But yeah, you just, you can't lose this game. You cannot lose this game. If you wanted that game over Baltimore, to that win over Baltimore to mean anything, you have to follow it up with a win over the Jets. I'm not saying it needs to be necessarily an emphatic win because I, and I don't think it's going to be, but you've got to beat the Jets because if you can't, then you, what have we proved? We've proved nothing over these past couple of weeks. So you got to win that game. That's all I got to say about it. So uh, a quick mention for our good friends at Manscaped. Folks, go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code Dolphins Talk. You'll get 20% off of your order and free shipping. Some incredible below-the-waist grooming products. And if you're not into the -the below-the-waist grooming products, which I don't know why you wouldn't be because this is good stuff, but you got to try out this ultra premium body wash and the new two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's got the uh, essentially the same scent as their liquid formulations, the Crop Reviver and the Crop uh, and, and the Ball Toner. This stuff is amazing. It's a really, really great product. And so maybe you've been looking for a new shampoo. You've been looking for a new body wash. Head over to Manscaped. Use the promo code Dolphins Talk. You'll get 20% off of your order of this stuff. You can try it out and maybe you'll like it and maybe Manscaped will have a new customer for life. Who knows? But head on over there. Use that promo code Dolphin Suck. You get 20% off. You get free shipping and you get this really great new shampoo and body wash. So highly recommended. Brain, have you used it? Have you used the uh, the, the conditioner and the body wash? Actually, I, I gave it as a, as a gift to my brother-in-law, but he loves it. Oh, good. So there you go. He's gifting the gimmicks. This is unbelievable. We got to get your brother-in-law on here to uh, to talk about this. Yeah, I got to get Jay on here to to come in and, and do a do a manscaped ad. A live. We got to get him on here to do a manscaped ad and, and a to share his take over the Dolphins. Oh, a yes. testimonial. There it is. If you will, if you will, said Dusty Rhodes. All right, baby. Well, like Dusty Rhodes, we're gonna hit the dusty trail. And we will be back with you. Don't know what the schedule is going to be like quite yet because I'm headed out of town for Thanksgiving, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. So I'm headed to going to be in Ohio over the weekend, going to be in Chicago next week for Thanksgiving. Then I'll be heading back home. So we'll figure out what the what the schedule is going to be. We may not have a next our next episode may not be live on the Dolphins Talk YouTube channel. It may be on demand, but make sure that you're subscribed to the channel anyway because you don't want to miss any of the great content that we're going to have coming your way because even though the holiday is coming up, we're still going to keep the good Miami Dolphins content coming your way from DolphinsTalk.com because that is what 
we do because another pro wrestling reference would be to say that's what we do just like mark henry that's what he does although he's not with that company anymore he's with another company but i'm not going to turn this into a wrestling podcast so brain <laughs> thanks as always going back for to being here Follow him at Aaron the Brain. That's right. This is the old days when we used to talk about sports for a little while, and then we would talk about pro wrestling the second half of the show when everybody logged off. So for Aaron the Brain, I'm at Amplified to Rock. I'm Josh. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, beat the fucking Jets. Go Dolphins! Fuck the Jets. <laughs>